Peak Wealth Management proudly presents Finding True Wealth with certified financial planner Nick Hopwood and accredited investment fiduciary Jim Pilot. Nick and Jim believe by making simple, good financial decisions, you can retire with confidence. And now let's turn it over to your hosts, Nick and Jim. Welcome. Welcome, everyone, to episode 130 of the Retire with Confidence podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm Jim. Today, we're talking about social security deficiency. Yeah. Deficiency. <laughs> the trust fund is running out. Yeah, we okay. just saw a report on that the other day, didn't we? We did. So first, first and foremost, I got to go back to Econ 102, mm-hmm. which was like 1998, okay, and say, look, there is no trust fund, okay? Mm-hmm. People don't understand how it works, right? It's, a, it's actually a Ponzi scheme, mm-hmm. right? So my dad, my mom, you know, retired, okay? Mm-hmm. So my FICA tax is taken out of my paycheck. They take it from me and they give it to them. Mm-hmm. That's, you right. know, Ponzi, <laughs> right? Yeah. So like we rely on when I'm old enough to, to collect, we rely on my kids, right, to right. earn to pay me. Mm-hmm. Do you see? Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's, it's a pay-as-you-go system, right? That's what it's called. There is, now, up until now, there's been more workers than beneficiaries. Mm-hmm. So with more workers, that means that they've been collecting more taxes than they've been paying out. Mm-hmm. Well, where did that money go? Trust fund. Yeah, right. The trust fund. Where is that? Is that at like Bank of America or something? <laughs> Do you know sure where that can. is? Do yeah, you have the account number? It's, it's, it's somewhere with a great deal of confidence. Are you a beneficiary of this trust? <laughs> the trust fund doesn't exist because what they do is they take the money out of my check, they give the amount to my mom and dad that they're supposed to get, and then the leftover money goes to the general account. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, on paper, there's this ledger that says that Social Security is due all this money owed, from the yeah, general fund. Yeah. The general fund, though, has its own trillion-dollar deficits. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, no trust fund. Now, the real problem, right, and this is, you know, this is the crux of it, is that when there are less workers and more beneficiaries, mm-hmm. okay, And that's what the article's about. Right. Right. So uh, tell us about that. Uh, Originally, that was 2034, where they said that was going to happen, where we were going to no longer have, you know, we were only going to have enough uh, to provide for 75% of the benefits available to people, essentially. The new report that came out said it's more like 2033. So it's only a little bit sooner, but the fact is, is that it is sooner and it starts to shed light on the uncertainty of Social Security. I will be 54 at that time what's going to happen like obviously i can't collect till 62 but when i'm 54 and i see that the trust fund is gone and now they can't pay the promised benefits what you know what should i think yeah i mean i think the the initial reaction is if there's only 75 percent of that available money left that everybody's benefits are going to get cut by 75 percent or 25 percent 75 percent of what they were receiving Yeah. yeah so that's there's, there's not anything to indicate that you should think anything other than that. Maybe we should have more kids, right? Oh, there you go. So like 25 <laughs> years from now, 
Yeah. They'll be able to pay us. There you go. That sounds like a good plan. I haven't heard that one brought up yet. That's I just good. thought of it. Yeah. <laughs> well, now we did have three kids, and they're getting good grades and everything. So mm -hmm. maybe it'll work. Maybe I should have my three kids paying me. Yeah. The two of us, so my ratio works. Right. Is that silly? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So what are some of the fixes? Yeah, they, they, they've done fixes back in the 80s with Greenspan, and, but not nothing recently. Yeah, apparently it's, it's a topic no politician really wants to tackle, right? On who, both sides. Who wants to be the guy that says, hey, by the way, everybody's benefits are getting cut by 75% or 25%. I'll take 25 instead of 7. <clears throat> right. <laughs> right. Nobody wants to do that. So they're starting to say, well, what do we need to do to fix this, right? Yeah. They could raise uh, the retirement age, right? 62 maybe is no longer the date. Maybe that goes up to... 64, 65. Now remember, maybe the, the normal retirement age has been going up over right. years, so our, mm -hmm. ours will be 67 right. for the normal retirement age. So full age. retirement age or normal yeah. retirement age could be pushed back to 68, 69, yeah. right? That's one of the fixes that's being talked about. Another one is, you know, as it stands right now, um, Social Security uh, taxes are only collected on the first 145,000 or so in income. So they can talk about, they've talked about increasing that, mm -hmm. right? So maybe we apply this tax to incomes all the way up to 200, 300, 400,000, right? Mm -hmm. That's one way to, to generate more uh, they money. They could raise that. the tax rate on the FICA. They can put, yep, they can collect at a higher rate. Higher rate on more money, mm -hmm. uh, push the ages higher. They yep. could change the cost of living adjustment mm -hmm. on your benefits received each year. Right. Um, Another thing that pops up from time to time that I don't know how this but this privatizing right is taking a certain they even said for a certain portion of the population maybe they just want to take on that as their their now their responsibility mm -hmm. you know to provide for yeah them. I remember this vividly in 05 after Bush won re-election <clears throat> this was mm -hmm. one of his major deals he went on a roadshow and everything and it mm -hmm. just fell flat on its face yeah but one thing that I will that I always tell people is when they're concerned about this topic is when they were proposing changes back in 05, it, you'd be grandfathered if you were age 50 at that time. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, you never know what's going to happen with politics, but I think if you were, if I'm 54 in mm -hmm. 2033, maybe I'm old enough where they're not going to change my benefits. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's only if you're younger that right. you'll have new rules. Yeah. Kind of like they did in the 80s. Absolutely. So I, I can't wait to get to 50. Yeah. <laughs> cross, that, cross that point of no return, right? Yeah. But yeah, I think that's the, the article talked about it being a, a bigger obstacle for the younger people, right? Because sure. it's only going to get worse and worse. Yeah, and the point of this is not to scare you into thinking Social Security is not going to be around, your benefit's going to be cut, you won't have anything to live on. Because I know they won't. that won't happen, right? It's all about figuring out what the fix is going to be and doing it. So it, as advisors though, what's our solution as we're projecting? Yeah, and that's and that's why it's a, it's an interesting topic for us because, you know, and kind of an, I feel like it's an older analogy now, but we always looked at retirement as a three-legged stool, right? One of the legs of that stool is your company pension, which we know most companies don't offer pensions anymore. Second leg of that stool was social security, right? Which is what we're talking about today. And the third leg of that stool was your own personal savings. Right. So in my mind, it just really puts the emphasis on you, the individual, to provide for your retirement. You know, and if you are sitting back waiting and hoping and thinking Social Security is going to provide for the great bulk of your retirement needs, 
Um, I don't know about you, but that doesn't, that's not one way that I would retire with confidence, right? I want to know that my portfolio alone could take care of me and, and Social Security is, uh, is the gravy, maybe. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So we know that, as you said, guaranteed pensions don't exist like they did in the past. Mm -hmm. We know that Social Security, for the younger people, it could be reduced. It mm -hmm. absolutely could be less than promised. I think that yep. if you're under 50, you probably should embrace that assumption. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what are things that you can do? Well, we, we talk about peak income 360. The idea is that we want to diversify our income. Mm -hmm. Maybe if that one stool is broken, the pension stool is broken, social security, maybe it's a shortened stool. You know, wobbling. now we're wobbling yeah. all over the place. Unglued, yeah. We need to put some more, <laughs> some more legs under that stool. Yeah. So what could it be, right? Well, if you have no debt, that's yeah. technically, right? Reducing your need is huge. Yeah, you've reduced your need. That's the same thing. You know, if you don't, if you avoid that $1,000 a month payment, mm -hmm. it's the same thing as having a $1,000 a month income. Yeah, that's a you great know, point. I can make that point. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you could also do some real estate investing. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is something that I've embraced a long time. You guys maybe are tired of hearing about it. Um, <laughs> we got some great stories today with uh, evictions. Yeah. Yeah. Eviction part two podcast, huh? Yeah, I gotta just share this really <laughs> quick. So today, the lady who was not paying for several months, today's the court date, right? Mm -hmm. So she didn't show, mm -hmm. okay? So the lawyer says, uh, judge, your honor, um, I asked for a judgment since she doesn't even bother showing up. Judge says, no, mm. we'll give her a second chance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But turns out she moved out anyway. I didn't okay. know like three days ago. So in the middle of the night, packed up and left. Okay. So time you to change the locks. Back, huh? Yeah. Time to change the locks. <laughs> but, you know, if I would have known that she moved out in the middle of the night, I could save probably $300 in lawyer right. fees. <laughs> right. Right. So it just, you know, yeah. just keeps going. Yeah. Okay. So real estate, mm -hmm. right? Passive real estate. You know, if you're one of these younger people and you're concerned about no pension and less social, hey, real estate could be a good way to, 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 to add a leg. Yeah. Now, now we talk about this a lot with people that have, um, you know, special talents. Mm -hmm. consulting in retirement sure and you know maybe oftentimes they you know the typical thought of retirement is hey I work till 65 and then I have a hard stop right well that's not always the case anymore right what are we seeing people do instead yeah more of a semi-retirement where they can either maybe keep their current job but scale way back or you know not take on as many projects or for some people, they just have opportunities to do some sort of consulting work or something, right? Take their skill yeah. set into the into yeah. the workforce and high hourly rate. Yeah, pick and choose the jobs you take. Yeah, good income, right? Less stress, more freedom. Could be a really great transition way Absolutely. to transition into retirement. Absolutely. So these are passive things, right? Consulting, real estate, no debt. You know, you could uh, you can have your portfolio like we talked about. We already discussed that at length. Mm -hmm. So. I think that the peak income 360 concept really works well here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, one other thing I want to share, um, because the, I think it's called the Ways and Means Committee out mm -hmm. of the House just came out with their tax proposal. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's kind of dovetails on uh, how could they change the social, 
how could they reduce Social Security or increase taxes to cover the deficits? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, we had like a $5 trillion deficit mm -hmm. over the last year and a half or something. Right. So taxes, they want to raise taxes, okay? Yeah. So a couple high-level things. Like if you make 450000 if you make under four fifty, is virtually unchanged, mm -hmm. okay? But over four fifty, <coughs> they're coming after you. Yeah. They're going to raise the rates. Uh, so like instead of 37, it's 39.6. Mm -hmm. And then there's all kinds of stuff that we've never seen before with IRAs, Roth IRAs, and 401ks. Right. So, you know, it's hard to get money into these 401s and everything because of the, the limits, you mm -hmm. know. But if you've been adding, you know, the max, you could have a couple million dollars in your 401, right? Mm -hmm. And good returns, maybe several million. Mm -hmm. But the new rule, the new proposal, it's not law yet, but mm -hmm. the proposal says if you have over 10 million in your aggregate portfolio of IRAs and 401s and Roths, you have to take it all, you have to take a required minimum to get you back down to 10, 000, <laughs> 10 million. Yeah. So like, let's just say you just keep making 10% a year. Right. right? <laughs> well now, you have to keep taking all of that, pull, pull all of those earnings out, out yeah. fully taxed. <laughs> so, you know, if uh, we go back to Preston's article he wrote last month with the 18,400 per year, Mm -hmm. Earning eight percent from twenty-two to forty-two, you know, it's a million dollars at forty-two, and then it doubles every ten years plus contributions. You will be there, mm -hmm. okay? Right. If you earn those returns, right. I should say you have the chance to be there. Mm -hmm. Correction. If you make those returns, right? Okay, and then you're hammered with these RMDs. Mm -hmm. So. I don't know if it'll become law, but I've never right. seen anything like that before. Yeah, there's definitely, like you said, targeting the higher income. You and know, they take with capital gains, and they and want to take like away that. the backdoor Roth, right? Yeah. So that could be as soon as next year. Yeah. And they want to take away the the mega Roth back uh, conversions, where if you're mm -hmm. contributing after tax to your 401, and then you can roll that out to a Roth, they want to take that away. Mm -hmm. So. Like just as soon as we become Mr. Roth, they hammer us. <laughs> They're coming for you. Yeah. They don't like Mr. Roth. You know what I think? It, there's that guy, the, pay up, the PayPal founder, I forget yeah. his name. Peter Thiel, I think. Yeah. Is, right? So there was an article several months ago that came out. He put his original founder shares of PayPal stock in his Roth IRA. Yeah. <laughs> and back then the contribution limits were like $2,000. Right. And anyway, that 2000 is worth $5 billion yeah. in his Roth. So. Imagine his required minimum. <laughs> like, does that right. like if he's like fifty years old and he's got to take out four point nine nine billion? <laughs> does that right. is that an early withdrawal? Is that an early withdrawal? Yeah, that's true. How will they categorize that? Yeah. yeah, but like, actually, the Peter Thiel article with the Roths is what really created the wheel. Like, really started the wheels turning in my head. Mm -hmm. So maybe that created Mr. Roth. Yeah. And, but, but probably the news sensation over his $5 billion Roth IRA got the attention of the lawmakers and they're like, that's what I think. Yeah. This. They're looking to try to cut those. They're like, this off. is unacceptable. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but if for no other reason, jealousy. <laughs> right. right. I'm sure. Hey, why didn't I think of that? Yeah. <laughs> Found his shares into the Roth. Genius. I know. I know. Okay. So that was off topic <laughs> from social security, but, uh, there's some changes coming. Yeah. Okay. And we'll probably. The more we learn about it, and the more word we get, well, I'm sure we'll do a 
Yeah. A hefty podcast on it. Yeah. I don't remember the episode number, but we did one a long time ago on social security, you know, all the, the details. So we want to go back and check out that probably like in, in the episode thirties or something, I want to say, mm-hmm. maybe we can put that in the show notes. Ashley's all over that. <laughs> and yeah, if you want to get a, a brush up on social security in general, you can listen to that. So yeah. if you would like a second opinion about when to take your social security or how the new, uh, how you should make the assumptions into your plan, into your own retirement plan. Mm-hmm. Check us out at peakwm.com and you can schedule an appointment online. Yep. All right. See ya. <laughs> see you next. You've been listening to certified financial planner, Nick Hopwood and accredited investment fiduciary, Jim pilot on the finding true wealth podcast sponsored by peak wealth management. You can learn more about Peak Wealth Management by visiting peakwm.com or follow on Twitter at nhopwood1.